This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. His name is Thomas Renz. He's a lawyer who's been on the front line of defending Americans against the ridiculous authoritarian moves that have been made by the NIH, the CDC, the Biden administration, and beyond. It's Tom Renz. Thomas, how are you? Good to see you, man. I'm doing great. I'm always happy to be here, Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. It's Renz-Law.com, R-E-N-Z-L-A-W.com. He's got all sorts of documents from the government admitting the adverse effects. He's got all sorts of documents about lawsuits that are happening that he's, that he's, uh, he's heading, trying to make sure that our rights, as per the Constitution, are protected. So let's start with the obvious elephant in the room, Tom. And Anthony Fauci, after 40 years of ridiculous work at the NIH, is stepping down in December, and, and I think he gets to ride off with about four hundred fifteen thousand a year in pension pay. What are your thoughts about that? Well, I'm going to brag for one second here, Joe, and I, I'm not going to take credit for Fauci going away, but I'd like to think that I had a little piece to do a piece in it. And uh, I'm going to tell you, I am celebrating so heartily. Uh, when I started, and I mean, you know my story. I'm a nobody from a little town. And everybody said, you're going to do what? You're going to fight these guys? Farmer, they're going to eat you up. Anthony Fauci, those guys will eat you up. Well, guess what? Fauci's going away. I'm still standing. So yes, I may not have been entirely responsible for it, but I'm still standing and he's still going. So I'm going to take that as a win. Well, um, well, well you should. And I want to stop you there. For those who don't know you, um, you from the beginning have said there are adverse effects to these EUA shots. Fauci lied, said that there weren't. You from the beginning said they don't protect you. You can still get it and still spread it. Fauci lied, said that you couldn't get it nor spread it. And then he, of course, changed tune. Uh, the whole mask mandate thing for kids in school. You, you've been on the front line of that saying it's unhealthy for kids to be masked at school. It turns out the science never supported having to wear masks. So you've called this guy on his BS consistently. And you know what? I haven't found a spot where we've been wrong, but that's because we did what he said he was doing. We actually followed the science. He just lied about it. But, you know, the thing about it is, is they have to get him out of there now, right? Fauci knows where the bodies are buried. They know that we're coming. So we're getting ready. We're going to be launching a bunch of stuff. We've done the investigation. I've been quiet all summer because I've been working my tail off. We've done the huge investigation. We've got a firsthand whistleblower who's going to come out and talk about under oath that Anthony Fauci created, funded the creation of this virus in the Wuhan lab. It was done in the lab. It's not up for debate anymore. We're going to be bringing this forward. And, you know, that's, I think that's going to be the last piece to really make the rest of this narrative crumble. They know it's coming because we announced it. And I think that they got to get him out of there. And since he knows where all the bodies are buried, I think they got to get him out of there and then pay him some exorbitant salary for some private uh, position where uh, they're basically going to pay for his silence for the rest of his life if they can do it. But if we have our way, uh, you know, 
he'll be sitting in an orange jumpsuit somewhere. And well, I would hope so. And, and, and Tom, I want to go back to what you just said a minute ago. Again, it's Renz-Law.com, R-E-N-Z-L-A-W.com. Fauci to this day is saying he's not sure it came from the lab. It still could be the wet market. Um, we know that he lied to Rand Paul in front of that Senate committee that he didn't fund gain of function. Gain of function means taking something that exists and make it more um, catastrophic on human beings to see how to combat it or some, some garbage like that. But he's lied about that. Are you here to say, Tom Renz, the lawyer, that Anthony Fauci, without a doubt, had the NIH fund gain of function at that lab? I am telling you without a doubt I am sitting here looking on my other screen. When I look right here, I'm looking at another screen. I'm looking at a file full of evidence and citations saying, yes, Anthony Fauci funded gain-of-function work at that lab. And let me tell you what, not only did he fund that gain-of-function work, not only did he lie about it, but he's intentionally obfuscated it. I mean, we've got his the FOIA emails that we got where he talked, you know, with these other scientists seemed to be talking about covering this up. But, you know, Joe, you actually... And I, I don't even know if you did this by on purpose or not, but what you just said was brilliant. Okay, and we had a five-plus-hour hearing with some of the smartest scientists in the universe on gain-of-function at the Senate. We don't need that, right? Gain-of-function is a term of art. It's not a legally defined term. In this case, gain-of-function is very, very simple. The question is very simple. The question is... Was coronavirus, was a coronavirus harvested, was it experimented on in a way that altered that virus that changed its functionality? And the answer is yes. We have citations from numerous peer-reviewed articles that were published on the work. We have, you know, EcoHealth Alliance talking about the fact that they did this. It's an admitted thing. This is not up for debate. You've got a couple scientists out there who are involved in this that don't want to get, uh, you know, their their reputations damaged or tarnished, who are trying to overcomplicate something that you don't have to overcomplicate. This isn't something where we need a brilliant scientist to discuss this. They've admitted they experimented on these viruses that by doing so they changed or altered the functionality. If if you change or alter the functionality, it is quite literally gaining function. Yeah. It's the plain definition of the word. And just like you said, in two minutes, you and I have handled this. Uh, God knows how long we have to have to debate this before someone starts seeing accountability. Well, well, the thing is, and thanks for calling it a brilliant question, but I, I learned what gain of function was a long time ago. Unfortunately, the American public and the global population doesn't know what that means. They hear gain of function and go, well, I don't even know what that means. It doesn't matter if he funded it or not. Well, what it means is he made it really, really dangerous to people, and that's yep. a problem. So uh, let's expand upon that. We know that the shots that are available right now are EUA. If there really were FDA-approved shots, there aren't. There are FDA-approved licensed names in Comirnaty and uh, the other one, Spikevax. They're not available. If they were, by law, they would have to take the experimental drugs off the market, which they haven't done. So why are, are they pretending? Is this a legal issue for them to say the FDA approved these shots when they haven't? Well, it's absolutely a legal issue, and it's interesting because the Sixth Circuit ruled on another case. It wasn't one of mine, but uh, just ruled that that uh, people, we the people, you know, the people who live under this this sham of a government we've yes. got right now, uh, don't have the right to challenge the FDA's behavior in court. Now, I want you to think about this, Joe. The the law governing EUA products is clear as day. And they're violating it in numerous ways. The Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals just said that that law 
is an administrative law. It's not something that the people have standing to challenge. Really? Well, well what, what, what are the people are going to lose their job if they don't take a shot? That's experimental. I mean, that, that, I think I have standing. I would agree. I would agree. I completely disagree with the situation right now. Now, we're challenging, and I don't want to get too afield from this or too into the weeds on law because that puts people asleep. But here's the deal. We're challenging in the courts right now, and we're getting ready, uh, and we're still fighting over this concept of when you can challenge things. The courts, the federal courts, have set up a situation where it doesn't matter what the federal government does, you're not supposed to question them. You're not supposed to challenge them in courts. They'll say it's a political question or you don't have standing or you don't have this or you don't have that. And they're essentially abdicating their duty. So we're getting ready. We're going to be asking the court, hey, uh, you know, if your duty isn't to decide whether or not the government's breaking a law, what is your duty? What's your job? What are you doing? Are are we saying that, you know, the the federal government's off limits and the only thing you guys are there is to deal with, uh, you know, people who are chasing ambulances? Uh, you know, it's really it's a mind blowing situation, something we've got to get a handle on. Uh, and that's one of the things we're working on through the courts. But, yeah, this this is an outright violation of the law. But even if we the people aren't challenging it, where are our AGs? Where are our where is it? Well, I mean, we know where Merrick Garland is. But right. Well, he's uh, at Mar-a-Lago, right? He's busy looking for nothing. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Tom, I want to stop you there because I, that was a great explanation. Well, let me take it a, a step further and be very direct. When something is EUA, when that's emergency usage authorization, that means it is by definition experimental. We, yeah. as a people, even globally beyond our own laws, but our own laws cover this too, we have the right to informed consent. I don't know what the shot will do to me. I don't know. The spike, the spike protein that's put in my body makes my body think I've got COVID nonstop. It doesn't ever stop. My body keeps on fighting it. And then we're seeing stories that we're not allowed to correlate of young athletes in their 20s, mainly men, just dropping dead. And you can't say, well, did he get vaccinated? Was it because of the spike this? Uh, don't we have the inherent law as human beings, when you talk about human rights, to have the information and then have to give consent? Well, so under the plain language of the law, yes, but they're not following it. And uh, that's kind of the problem. We have the most lawless administration in history. I mean, these guys, they might even be more lawless than Obama was, which is shocking to say. It's just crazy. They just completely ignore it. Yes, the plain language of the law requires informed consent. But going back to October of 2020, we've got the FDA document from October of 2020. So before SARS-CoV-2 Uh, vaccines were available, right? That document says we expect and are going to monitor for the following side effects. And it talks about getting bar. It talks about uh, thrombocytopenia. It talks about all these things that we're seeing. Do you know how many of those made it into the side effect list? Zero. Do you know how many of the nine pages of adverse events of special interest that were in the Pfizer documents made it into the side effects list? Zero. What they did was they said they, they talked about a few things that they had defined as side effects, and then they called everything else an adverse event of special interest. So nobody's getting the truth about these. So, 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 so in other words, we have, I just want to stop you because this is so interesting to me. In other words, we have the ability to have informed consent, but we're getting the information from them. And if the information yep. isn't complete, we're not really informed, but they're saying we are. Yes, that's exactly Come on, right. Come on, man. They've created their own loophole in bad faith. They know they've done it. It's garbage. Like I said, we, we've got the documents, right? I mean, you know, here's something. I put this out there right when we first got the copy of the, the Pfizer docs. And 
everybody looked at me like I was nuts. But do, are you aware that herpes is legitimately an adverse event, a special interest for Pfizer, and that there were a no. number of cases of I didn't know herpes? That. Herpes. But, now, don't, don't, you th- don't you think people would want to know that? I, I'm telling you, I'd want to know. <laughs> you know, I mean, you look at these, you look at these things, and here's the best part. It's not just an adverse event of special interest, but it's an adverse event of special interest that, were, that, according to the study, occurred. It actually happened. It's not like it's a possible side effect that didn't happen. It did. There's all these side effects and things that happened. They know it. But they called them adverse events of special interest, so they didn't have to report them. It is corruption at the highest level. That's meanwhile, oh well. Meanwhile, you've got Fauci... I can't stress this enough. If in case this whole debacle, in case Anthony Fauci funding the creation of SARS-CoV-2 in the Wuhan lab wasn't bad enough, we now have Anthony Fauci. He's recreated the Spanish flu, and they're working on that in the lab. I don't know if you saw this. I did not. These guys, they can't. They're just there's something wrong with these people. I don't know what's going on with these people. They want to kill as many as possible. There's no respect for life. There's no understanding of the dangers of playing with these genetic uh, modifications or anything else. I mean, it's just mind blowing. And worst of all, there's no respect for the law. They don't care that they're breaking the law. They just keep going. Well, right because ahead. because they never have to pay for it. They, they're, they're never they're never held accountable. Those listening and those watching, let me remind you: this is Thomas Renz, R E N Z Law dot com. He's been in the front line fighting for you and me, for our human rights, our civil rights, the law, uh, for us legally to be informed about what's going on, exposing Fauci for what he's done, for who he is, and 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 why we're in this pickle. Tom, uh, if, if I had a gun to your head, and I'd never do that, but uh, if you had to give me an answer, is this only about money? Is this about power and control? Why aren't no. they informing us? What is this about? Well, I mean, so listen, and I'm going I'm to clarify. I can't prove this, right? So my, uh, my interpretation is this. No, it's not only about money. Because if you look at a lot of these guys, they're already billionaires 10 times over, right? right? So you look at the people who are funding this. You know, if you're, if you're in the Chinese Communist Party, uh, money's meaningless. you got whatever you want. If right. you're a billionaire with the World Economic Forum, you've got whatever you want. This is about control. This is about maintaining or expanding a control and a power structure. Uh, these are guys who, they, they've got everything they could ever need in 10 lifetimes, and it's never enough. they got some sort of an, a mental disorder where they always need more, and they need to make sure that it, it's an enduring legacy. You know, this is about, this is, it's historic, right? So if you look back at history, what did the nobility always want? The nobility always wanted to make sure that their legacy was protected yes. for all eternity. What we have now is we have a global nobility class. We have a, a group of power-hungry monsters that don't care about we the people. And uh, they'll do whatever it takes to maintain the power structure, to expand their power structure. And that's what I think is really happening, whether it's the CCP that you know they're doing it as you know communism whether it's you know billionaires who are doing it through corporate cronyism it doesn't matter it all comes down to maintaining and expanding power 
in control. Renz-law.com. It's Thomas Renz. Tom, I've got less than a minute, but I, I have to ask you this. People always ask, and I'm going to have you back on very soon. We barely touched the surface here. But those who were pushed out of their jobs, whether they're a medical or mil- military or fill-in-the-blank job that said you get the shot or else you can't work here, do they have a legal case to go and get their jobs back and maybe even get some back pay? Yes or no? We're doing, we're doing a lot of those cases, yes, and, in some instances. And, and I've sent a lot of people to your website. Hopefully we haven't overwhelmed you. I'm sure you are overwhelmed by people who just want an answer. But people literally have suffered by not being able to pay their bills and becoming completely incumbent and reliant on the government, which, again, goes back to what you just said. It's about power and control. People just want their freedom back. That's all. And they lost all it for want. two years. We just want to be able to live our lives as free people. That's what I'm fighting for. Uh, you know, and yeah, we're taking as many cases as we can. We're always overwhelmed, but we're working to expand as much as we can to help people. Uh, we're going to keep fighting for freedom. We're going to get accountability. This is, this is a process. The corruption was a level on a level that we just couldn't even imagine. And so it's taking years, not days to fix it. The sad part is, is that every single day that goes by, more people are dying. More people are being murdered by these jabs. More people are suffering needlessly because of the, the mind-blowing corruption. Thank you for your work. I appreciate what you're doing for everybody, for mankind, and keep it up. Let's do this again very, very soon. There's so much more to get to. Renz-Law.com. It's Thomas Renz. Uh, Tom, thanks a million. I appreciate you. Thank you, Joe. All right, man. We're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I appreciate you stopping by. A lot of ground broken there, I think, with uh, Thomas Renz. Tom Renz is getting it done right. He is an attorney that is looking out for people who have suffered uh, really adverse consequences from the shots, from COVID, from Fauci, the gain of function. We, I asked him very direct questions. Now, go to his website. He's actually got DO, I think it's Department of Defense documents that outline some of the adverse effects. And can you imagine that these companies get to say that some of these uh, adverse effects aren't really reportable because they're unique or something. Very, very odd that we don't know what some of the adverse effects are from these shots. And what about those of you who did suffer the loss of of your career, wages, or you were forced to take the shot just to keep working? Go to renz-law.com, renz, R-E-N-Z-L-A-W.com, and you go find out more. He's got all sorts of documents up on the website, and I urge you to go and, and make it happen. Next hour, it's going to be Simona Magiante Papadopoulos. She's got an experience, along with her husband, George, with the FBI. So we talk about Mar-a-Lago, what the FBI tries to do, and she was being you know, questioned about Russia collusion that we all now know. 
did not exist. You're going to want to hear her story. Stick around for that. We've got a lot more coming your way. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Go there to watch the live video stream or scroll down to the bottom, click on contact, send me an email, or go follow me on social. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show.